Hello, and welcome to another episode of Structuring Chaotic Minds. I'm Melissa Franklin, your host for this journey of discovering and understanding. Today, we're venturing into a topic that's both deeply personal and often misunderstood, coping with bipolar disorder. Whether you're directly affected by this condition, know someone who is, or just curious to learn more, this episode aims to shed light on the realities of living with bipolar disorder and how we can navigate through it with compassion and understanding together. Welcome to Structuring Chaotic Minds, a show focused on balancing mental wellness and life. If you're just like me, then you likely enjoy crushing your goals. But it's also possible that right now you're struggling with anxiety, being overwhelmed, or balancing life due to mental health. I'm here to help. I'm your host, Melissa Franklin. I'm a leadership and personal development coach on a mission to amplify the fellow voices about our situations share critical information and knowledge with our family and friends, and at the same time, help remove the social BS about mental wellness and mindsets. Okay, so bipolar disorder is a term many people have heard, but what does it actually mean? It's much more than mood swings that are it's commonly associated with. Bipolar disorder is a mental health condition marked by significant changes in mood, energy, and activity levels. These aren't just the normal ups and downs that everyone experiences. They are intense emotions that can impact every aspect of a person's life. From euphoric highs that feel like you can conquer the world, to crushing lows that make getting out of bed feel like you have to be Hercules just to get it done. This is the reality of living with bipolar disorder. I want to start today by mentioning it's important for me as an individual with bipolar disorder to show up for three reasons. One, to remove the silence and give a voice to when I needed it most. Two, to help remove the shame that I know I've had to deal with so I can only imagine others continue to deal with. Three, to hopefully build the empathy, compassion, and understanding to adjust the stigma and bias so we no longer have to be silent. So let's dive into some early signs of recognizing bipolar disorder. Recognizing bipolar disorder can definitely be tricky. It's often misunderstood with other mental health conditions because of its many symptoms when it overlaps with depression. Also anxiety and ADHD. It's not just a feeling of being moody and having a bad day. And I can't tell you how many individuals who are bipolar cannot even stand that comparison. It's experiencing intense emotional states known as mood episodes. And these can last for days, even weeks, sometimes months. These episodes can manifest as periods of being overly joyful or overly excited states known as manic episodes. Anyone who knows me knows how loud my laugh can be, how loud I can be, how bubbly I can be, and how excited I can be. Or as very sad, hopeless, and sluggish states known as depressive episodes. You can also see how sad and quickly how it triggers over to the other side. The complexity of these symptoms is why bipolar disorder often goes unrecognized and misdiagnosed, as well as most individuals have to deal with the stigma that comes through it. When I was first told I was bipolar, I wanted to cry, 
because I felt the label was going to just add another thing that people were going to pick at and make fun of me for. I had already dealt with poverty. I had already dealt with name calling and different things as I was growing up. So this was just one more thing to add to the table that I knew was going to put like this walking target on the back of my head. As I really processed things and moved forward with it, I actually felt relieved because then it finally made sense as to why I couldn't sleep my entire life. Why from a very early age, seven, eight, nine, that I can remember, I was up until three, four o'clock in the morning and always getting in trouble for Melissa, why won't you go to sleep? Melissa, why won't you go to sleep? Melissa, go to sleep. I'm not tired. And then the next morning, Melissa, wake up. You see, it's because you didn't go to sleep, right? But my brain just would not shut off. And I cannot express how lonely I felt for so many years and how misunderstood I was the entire time. So getting that diagnosis of being bipolar, while it was almost like a death sentence, it was also the huge weight of the world being finally removed from my shoulders. Managing daily life with bipolar disorder is like navigating a road filled with unexpected turns. One of my doctors recommended the book, An Unquiet Mind by Kay Redfield Jameson. She's amazing with being able to share her journey. And if it wasn't for her, I don't know where I would be at this point. But she inspired me enough to speak up and care to continue with my own journey. And that's what I hope to empower someone with today. I can truly say that bipolar disorder is a constant balancing act. On one hand, there are the manic episodes where you feel like there's an abundance of energy, reduced need for sleep, and sometimes even engaging in risky behavior. On the other hand, the depressive episodes can bring out the most overwhelming sadness, fatigue, and a loss of interest in all the activities you once enjoyed. It's a journey of extreme highs and lows, and finding middle ground requires patience, understanding, and often professional help. It's necessary to navigate to be able to understand what am I feeling because I'm bipolar, and what am I actually supposed to be feeling because I'm bipolar? And it's an odd navigation and journey, but with professional help and the right support system, it is possible. Dealing with a societal stigma is tough, though. People often don't see the internal battles, the moments in the restroom struggling to breathe, the fainting sometimes as a result, the hives, the blisters, the paralysis. I know for myself, I watched my grandfather deteriorate in his last years from Parkinson's. And as my years have progressed and my speech has elevated and decreased and gone back and forth, but it's been to what other people need so I can communicate, I've had to be on medications that have caused paralysis and caused a twitch and caused Parkinson's-like symptoms that have made me in my 30s already terrified of what my 40s and 50s will look like. So it's important 
to dive deeper into actually expressing that 7 million individuals actually struggle with a bipolar brain diagnosis. But it makes you wonder how many other individuals are actually bipolar and go undiagnosed and are actually dealing with addiction or homelessness or incarcerated. It's important to dive deeper into managing these skills and managing a life with bipolar disorder for this very reason. One of the most crucial aspects of management is recognizing your triggers. Triggers are events, environments, or emotions that can set off a manic or depressive episode. They can vary greatly from person to person. For some, it can be the stress at work or even a significant life change. For me, the first time I was in college, I was on full scholarship. I was riding that high. Then came the debilitating depression and the massive weight gain. Years later, I found my grandfather passing away suddenly. And then I got hit with COVID. And then my best girlfriend, who was actually bipolar as well, also ends up dying. And I find all this information out as I'm on my way to give a speech at the commencement ceremony for a high school graduation of students who I used to teach in seventh grade. All of this stuff can be something subtle or something that just hits you like a brick wall. And it will change and adjust your sleep patterns and seasons. So it's important to make sure that you're able to recognize these triggers. That's the significant step towards managing your bipolar disorder. It's about understanding yourself and your patterns, and that is not always easy. What I find as resourceful is being able to journal your moods, activities, and sleep patterns, as well as life events, so that way they can be a helpful tool in recognizing the patterns of your cycles. Over time, you might start to see correlations between certain events in your mood swings. Alongside recognizing triggers, medication management often plays a key role. Medications like mood stabilizers, antipsychotics, and antidepressants are commonly prescribed. But remember, medication is a very personal journey. What works for one person might not work for another, and it's definitely a process of trial and error. Studies show that individuals who are bipolar may be on anywhere from 8 to 12 medications. I know even now I can pull out a bucket of meds and it looks like I have a pharmacy in my home, in so many different spots, in my bedroom, in my pantry, and in my bathroom, because I just do not have enough places to store the medications. And a lot of these medications I don't even take anymore, not because I'm being negligent and not sticking to what my doctor has prescribed and planned out with me, but because a lot of those medications didn't end up working or a month to two months in, they just stopped working. So this is a journey that should be navigated with an actual medical professional. While Structuring Chaotic Minds does seek to share this information and shed light on it, I cannot stress enough that you should do this journey with your own medical professional to make sure that you have a system that works for you. And I promise you, if you have not found that medical professional yet, that does not mean that there's not one out there for you. 
please keep trying to find the person that will help you get through your own journey as an actual medical professional. Therapy is another cornerstone in managing your bipolar disorder. Therapies like cognitive behavioral therapy, also known as CBT, can be incredibly effective. They help you understand your thought patterns, identify negative and harmful thoughts, and develop coping strategies. It's not just about managing symptoms. It's about equipping yourself with tools to handle the emotional and physiological aspect of bipolar disorder. Now let's not forget the power of having a strong support system. Having friends, family, or even a support group who understand what you're going through can make a world of a difference. They provide a safety net for someone to talk to when you're down and a reality check when you're experiencing a manic episode. At the same time, having that support system there to help remove the shame allows the opportunity to actually speak up and ask for help. Remember, a life can be saved in the opportunity of being able to simply ask for help. Dealing with bipolar disorder is no easy feat. It requires patience, understanding, and a commitment to self-care. But remember, you're not alone in this journey. There are countless resources, communities, and professionals ready to support you. Having talked about the management strategies for bipolar disorder today, I want to also shed light on another aspect that's often overlooked. And that's the impact that this disorder can have on our personal relationships. Navigating relationships when you have bipolar disorder can be challenging. The unpredictable mood swings can strain relationships with friends, family dynamics, and even romantic partnerships. So it's important to have that open communication and understanding as well as awareness in those support groups and our closest relationships. It's important for those close to someone with bipolar disorder to understand that their loved ones' mood swings are not a choice. Communication is key. Openly discussing your condition, your triggers, and what you might need from them during different phases can build understanding and patience. It's also crucial for loved ones to educate themselves about the condition. Now let's discuss some common misconceptions about bipolar disorder. One major myth is that people with bipolar disorder are just moody or unpredictable and they get snap out of it if they try hard enough. This cannot be farther from the truth. Bipolar disorder is a complex neurological and behavioral condition that requires the right balance of medical treatment as well as management and routine. When the brain shuts off, it's off. Just like dementia, it is not a process that can be reversed rather than stabilized and maintained. Something as simple as choosing dinner saves our brain so much extra work that it cannot already handle. When loved ones and individuals that are close to those with bipolar disorder can understand this, it makes the healing process towards stabilization that much easier. Another misconception is that living with bipolar disorder means a life of constant struggle. While it's true that it comes with its challenges, with the right treatment and support, People with bipolar disorder can lead fulfilling and stable lives. It's about understanding and managing the condition and not being defined by it. I cannot wait for you all to hear the upcoming episodes that we have with other individuals 
who are highly accomplished and thriving as they share their journeys and stories with you with their own mental wellness struggles. As we near the end of our episode, I want to leave you with some thoughts on hope and resilience. Living with bipolar disorder or any mental health condition requires immense courage and strength. It's a journey filled with ups and downs, but through each episode, through each challenge, there is an opportunity to learn, grow, and become more resilient. Remember, your condition doesn't define you. You have the power to write your own story, to seek help, and to advocate for yourself. Never underestimate the power of your own voice in this journey. Thank you so much for joining me today on Structuring Chaotic Minds. I hope this episode has provided you with some insights and a deeper understanding of bipolar disorder. Please remember, we are all in this together. For more resources and information, check out the episode description. Stay safe, take care of yourself and each other. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. To catch up on the rest of the season, visit StructuringChaoticMinds.com or take a quick browse on your current app to see which episodes resonate with you. If you struggle with your own mental wellness or even just balancing life, we have a team of individuals at our site who can help. You can visit StructureInnovations.com and find a coach or mentor fit for you. Thank you for joining me once again, Melissa Franklin, on this episode of Structuring Chaotic Minds. Stay structured and smiling.